everybody. Welcome to Marvel Champions Monthly. We are a fan podcast about the card game Marvel Champions by Fantasy Flight Games. I'm joined with a whole slew of hosts with us. I have Crimson. How's it going, Crim? It's going pretty good today. The sort classic Crim. Going pretty good. Pretty good. That's a good enough answer. We've got Americano. How's it going? Amazingly. Amazingly. That's all. Yep. It is going amazingly. Is that amazingly thing that I can Americano? Say? Yeah. That's right. And we have Addercop. How's it going over there? Sen- sensationally? Is that still available? Sensationally? Sensationally. That's, yes. yeah. Great. That's enough then, yeah. spider puns for now. Okay. We will talk a little bit about a spider today, though. And first, a quick announcement. Hey, everybody. This is Kennedy Hawk from the MCM team. Thanks for sticking with us in this summertime break. The team has been diligently recording episodes, but between the kids' summer break and an opportunity I've had at work, I've been a bit short on time on the editing front. Luckily, this stressful season at work is about to come to a close, so I have time to get back on the train, edit all of our recordings, and get them out all into your earbuds. We have several episodes in the pile, and I plan to edit about one a week to get us caught up, but until then, I want you to keep thwarting those villains and stopping their evil schemes. And now, back to the show. So today, we're going to go way back in time. Back, you know, many, many years. The year was October... 2019 the top song in the charts was truth hurts by lizzo and the joker was still in theaters bernie sanders had a heart attack during his political campaign and most importantly from october 2019 marvel champions lcg came out on the very last day of the month is that crazy or what when i was trick-or-treating with my kids Yes, when you were trick-or-treating with your kids, you should have been at home unwrapping that new game and playing it. (laughs) So, what we're going to do today is we're going to do sort of a flashback episode where we're going to talk about the Marvel Champions core set and the follow-on... Yeah, we're going to go back in time, look at the Marvel Champions core set and the follow-on hero pack waves. So, the first wave of hero packs, which includes... Captain America, Miss Marvel, Black Widow, Thor, Doctor Strange, and Hulk. And we're going to talk about those packs and the cards from the core set and a bunch of cards that came out back then through the context of how the card pool has expanded. Has the card pool expanded and make this character stronger, made this character obsolete? Uh, which cards have been power crept and which ones gained things from newer cards coming out? So who's excited to go back and time? Oh, man. This is going to be so hard for me to rack my brain and figure out what all these cards are. Well, good thing I didn't give you show notes ahead of time. Right? Yeah. That's oh. true. <laughs> I got this. All right. All right. Maybe we'll do some trivia along the way. No, we won't do that. No one will get it right. <laughs> we're going to start by talking about the Marvel Champions corset. So, no, we're going to do trivia. Marvel- we're going to do what the printed resource of these cards are that you're talking about. Sure. In the Marvel Champions corset, there were five heroes. So what was the printed resource on Spider-Man? <laughs> on Spider-Man? Yeah, you didn't get it right. I can tell you that. No. <laughs> All right, the five heroes were Spider-Man, She-Hulk, Iron Man, Captain Marvel, and Black Panther. So as a group, let's figure out which of these heroes has kind of boomed and gotten better throughout the years, and which of these heroes is starting to sink or get replaced by more modern heroes. Who wants to go first? Adderkop almost talked. I think he does. Yeah. No, this this is a really, really good question. Um, we based on recent releases, we should just like 
we should be saying Spider-Man, right? Obviously, because he has the Web no. Warrior keyword. No, he's still um, bad. <laughs> oh. Um, but I actually think I think She-Hulk has gotten a lot better. I comparatively, like out of all, all huh? five that are in there. I think it's She-Hulk. She's always been the best of the group. Crimson, you're the only person. <laughs> She's always that plays been Marvel the champions. I thought that. That is an opinion you could have. It's true. <laughs> she Hulk just is. Just, so just, why do you think She Hulk has gotten better? Um, I think that the cards that are available to support um a smaller hand size and to maximize her her basic attacks have. Like as the as those cards have grown, she just inherently gets better. Um, uh, lower cost curve decks are more possible, and uh, there's just better things to do. there's better things to do with her cards that aren't so great. <laughs> also, with the um, the one card that increases your hand size for the turn with her split personality, it is, you know allows a really good jump in. In some combos with her too. This yeah. is our classic line. That doesn't work. What? That doesn't work. Split split personality says printed hand size, and the other one ah. increases the hand size. It's annoying. I know. I tried to do You're it, dumb. and everyone on YouTube this, yelled at me, and I was like, this, I can read cards. The card is called assess the situation. And yeah, yes. that's a mental resource. I knew that one. There we go. I win. I mean, it doesn't say it doesn't say printed hand size. It does say you get plus one hand size until the end of the phase. No, no it's she Hulk's split personality. Card. Right, so right, hand size. right. Which yeah, is yeah, just that's a relic of old crap. Yeah, uh, flip down, drop, printed hand size. Yep. Man, man, life's unfair sometimes. Um, it, it I'm really sorry. Uh, I, I, I play I this game one. the way I play it, so it doesn't matter. We know that, but <laughs> it's not easy being green. It's true. <laughs> that's right. I think that's I think that's uh, the developers knocking on Crimson's door to arrest him. I also think One Two Punch has gotten a lot better too. That's the first card I thought of. Is that you know being able to stack a lot of things onto her and just maximize One Two Punch? That feels pretty yeah. nice. And then, um, to be honest, like her Superhuman Law Division is still decent. Um, I still think her legal practice is crap though. Yeah, it is. It's okay. It hasn't that's, changed. That's what okay. every that's what every lawyer loves to hear. Your legal practice is crap. Yeah. Right. So I mean, that, gamma gamma signs are still strong as hell. And we've got all those flipping cards now, right? We've got Moxie. We've got uh, yeah. the Law and all that stuff. So um, the uh, legal practice is is better um, by virtue of cards like Dropkick and Yarnbjorn um, releasing. <laughs> Because it yeah. is a physical resource, so what, that's pretty good for her. One thing I just thought of with, with Gamma Slam, because it was always, for me, kind of tricky to maximize it. I mean, Absolutely. it's hard anyway, because it's, it's a four-cost event, right? And you have to be dying. If her hand size is four. But you have these cards now that that initiate villain attacks during the hero phase. Um. I mean, I haven't tried this, but to to take more attacks to get, get that quicker, especially if you have Gamma Slam or you know it's in your coming up in your deck for some reason, like you cheated or something. As you do, yeah. as you do, yeah. The easy, the easiest way to play the game, honestly. Heck, just play with your with your deck face up. That's what you should do. Sure. Yeah. 
So, so yeah, my, my vote definitely goes to She-Hulk. Um, my vote goes to Carol Danvers. I think she's... Honestly, as much as I love She-Hulk, I think over the course of time, her value has gone higher and higher and higher. Even, especially in the group-oriented uh, games where you, you are playing with other people. Just her ability to affect the whole team and change things around. Really, like, pump up another player is just so good. She draws cards, and if new cards yeah. get added to the card pool, then she draws new cards, right? Yeah, is that is that like she draws cards? Be- so the strength of the card pool means that her her ability is that much more effective. Pretty much, I could buy it. Yeah, sure. And as we get more and more energy cards, the in all the aspects, her energy channel gets better and better too. Yep. Sure. Yeah. I had Black Panther because. Black Panther of all the core set heroes is the one that really has an advantage from deck thing and being able to like get things out of your deck and just focus on their hero kit. And when the core set came out, that was really hard because a lot of the basic cards you could include in any aspect were events. But now we've got so many basic cards that are just one and zero cost upgrades that you can make your deck basically empty the first time you pass through it and just Wakanda forever like crazy, which is pretty fun. Forever, forever. Forever and forever. Oh, wow. Forever, ever? Um, I'll go with Iron Man. Really? Um, That's o- cute. O- only, only because... <laughs> is that cute? <laughs> uh, only because I th- when... There's not a ton... So, like, how to say this? Black Panther really wants like you said, to thin deck the deck. And Shuri helps with that. Um, any upgrade, put it out on the on the table. Iron Man, you can help build him faster to get to hero form faster with the tech upgrades that have come out in, d- in the different aspects. Um, more targets in your deck that help you. Because let's be honest, no, we're just answering the question, which one has improved the most, right? Yeah. That's, the, that's yeah. the question we're answering. Yeah, I would say Iron Man. Uh, because of those tech upgrades, I I still have fun playing, or I had fun playing him, um, including new tech upgrades to get over to my hero side quicker. Because once he's in hero form and he has a few upgrades... And you know what? I mean, almost... You're just really strong. You feel like Iron Man. I'm also going to, you know agree a little bit on that too especially with the fact that we've we've now gotten ways to remove threat while in our alter ego um which will help his his game plan of staying in alter ego and building the suit until you're ready to pop through um yeah we've gotten just better justice cards for his his voltron justice deck um yeah I, i i think his his voltron justice deck has improved tremendously yeah, I think I agree with that. Well, I'll, jump, I'll jump to the next question and say I thought Iron Man was the least improved. If I was going to say that behind, as well. No, I was going to say <laughs> that he's been the most overshadowed because of yeah, exactly. Ironheart. Because yeah, of Ironheart. Ironheart, War Machine both feel like how I want Iron Man to feel, but quicker, faster, and smoother. <laughs> so I, anytime I'm about to play an Iron Man game, I'm like, I could just swap Ironheart cards into this, and it would be more fun. So I struggle to to get Iron Man to the table nowadays. Now, okay, so Spider-Man, has has he been errated to be a web warrior or no. do you have to have that stupid card 
on here. You have to have that stupid card that hasn't yeah. come out yet. Unless you play like we play, where you can just play how you want. <laughs> yeah, I mean, honestly, if they just eroded him, I, I would say he's improved. But even adding this one card into your deck, that's crap. And it's honestly, I don't like don't like his stats very much. I really wish that's the future. That. We're going to the past today. A, yeah. A two, yeah, you got to talk about the past only. Yeah, so in the past, he 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 sucked then, and he still sucks now. <laughs> Rough man. <laughs> I feel bitch. like when Spider Man first came out, you couldn't really focus on. You could only focus on Black Cat in a like Voltron way, but now you can use Black Cat as economy because there's so many mental resources and things that want mental resources that his genius ability and. Um, or his scientist ability and Black Cat have become like a whole new deck type for him, which I think is really fun. Maybe, maybe I just focus on Iron Man because it's easy to deck build with him because you just put in tech upgrades. Does it? Yeah, does it say tech? It's in the deck. <laughs> no, no, I agree with you. I, I but, like the Iron Man choice. But I will say, I will say, playing War Machine and Iron Heart, um, uh, they feel different enough from from Iron Man. But, um, I find myself going to them recently more than Iron Man. And I've oh. always, since I've been on the podcast, I've been a fan of Iron Man. Uh, so it kind of makes me a little sad. Um, but sometimes it's still fun to go back and play him because he's not as, I mean, he's not as strong as Ironheart. Um, I wasn't here for that episode when you guys talked about Ironheart and Nova. I think she's ridiculously powerful, um, and can upgrade her for her versions in a matter of a handful of turns, like very we, few turns. We ranked her as a C and said she wasn't very powerful. Yeah, I know that's not true. Um, but <laughs> I, I mean, I, I I can I can respect that they that they both feel like you're building a suit, or she's feeling like you're upgrading the suit. It feels different. Um, but at the same time, I can understand how people are like, "Oh man, I'd rather play Ironheart than Iron Man," uh, because that's what I feel like right now. Right. <laughs> so, so I think he's overshadowed now a lot by Ironheart. Um, and her champion synergy really doesn't help that for him. Oh yeah, yeah. Having a, having a, a arguably stronger keyword. Yeah, uh, Ironheart's just ridiculously broken. Uh, War Machine not as broken. He's still very fun to play. Uh, I I enjoy Iron Man as much as War Machine, and I think they're very they're different yet they're both very much fun. Um. Yeah, I like Iron Man. Second, uh, what about you, Hatter Cop. Uh, for least improved, I kind of feel like it's Captain Marvel. Um, in that she's just doing the same thing. Like Captain Marvel decks are yeah, sure better, but but it doesn't feel like they're you know like like uh with Black Panther like like uh like Kennedy mentioned mentioned. It's easier to to set him up and let him do his thing with all the upgrades, um, but Captain Marvel is still just functionally doing the same thing every time I see her. Either it's a you know high value uh, leadership deck or you know justice with with energy, 
And that's that. And maybe that's just me, but I don't see a whole lot of um, I don't see a lot of new Captain Marvel stuff. Yeah, she's pretty much been the same since the core set. I would agree. Yeah. So the next question on our list of questions is for the different aspects. Which aspect do you feel like has improved the most or gained the most, like different types of archetypes? Mm. And which is, you know, falling behind. And we're talking since the core set and the, the since first the core wave. set and wave one. I mean, we're, we're mainly focusing on the core set right now, but wave one should be included in there a little bit too. Like that's our reference point, right? That's yeah. The, yeah. The core set. Okay. Honestly, the most improved in my opinion is either going to be uh, aggression or protection. Um, I, I really feel that they've come into their own aggression, just needed more cards. That was the problem with aggression in the beginning. Was it just needed more cards? Um, protection needed <laughs> to go a different direction, which it, it it very much has. It it still has you know the prevent damage, but now it has more focus on healing damage and more focus on um, the encounter deck itself. Um, I felt protection has gone in in a couple different pathways that have been really nice for it. Where aggression, I feel, definitely has improved a lot by just getting more cards. You know, Young Bjorn really helped that. Um, yes, I'm never going to say the damn name right. That was amazing. <laughs> that's, that's a question for later, so I'm going to make him say it again. Don't worry. I want that to be my, I want that to be my ringtone. <laughs> yeah. yes. At first, I thought we'll he said it. Youngblood, and I was like, no, that's a different comic. <laughs> we don't but, talk about that. E even Godslayer is great. I mean, they've gotten plus, you know, just clobbering and stuff like that. You know, some more damage cards before they just had, what, uppercut? Those were the two I had as well. I feel like, I mean, my entire life, I feel like I've ragged on protection a little bit, but I feel like aggression really got the biggest boon in year one with mean swing and skilled strike. And then aggression in year two kind of got ally aggression with boot camp and all that craziness. So I feel like aggression just keeps getting new little deck types and Protection got the defend and take no damage kind of archetype, and they just keep adding cards to that that have like slightly different flavors. And I guess they got the the whole idea in the Guardians wave of being at full health and doing something, but it doesn't seem to work very well yet. So I don't know if I would say they're the most improved overall. I'd probably give it to aggression because, I mean, the point of aggression was to race, and it didn't have the tools to race in the core set. And then it got sort of, you know, minion slaying and killing. It got allies. It, it got all sorts of fun stuff. Yeah. Now, I don't think, like, Justice has fallen behind. I think Justice has gone on a steady path that it, it was planned to go on. Um, I, I really think Gresham has spiked versus, you know, the other ones. So, yeah. Gresham, 100%. I'll, I'll go ahead and say, after the first wave and the core set, I think Justice has improved the most. Um, really? I think that I wow. think protection. I think protection got some some core some key cards with Miss Marvel and Doctor Strange that are part of that. I mean, if that's what we're talking about, right? The state of the game at yep, that yep. point. I think, if I remember correctly, at that point we only had Black Widow with Justice cards um, that had come out, and she used like a preparation archetype, and, and so. They've done they've done a couple things right. So with justice since then, they've done the remove the last threat. Um, 
that type of thing. But they've also they've come up with some key cards that I didn't I didn't say Justice has the most versatile card set. I think for, they've just it's just improved the most since that because there are a handful of cards you're like man obviously I'm going to put this in my Justice deck because it's so good and those car- cards came after the first wave. Yeah, very much. They gained a bunch of good staples, and they gained a, a kind of a a draw card, uh, you know, like sub pathway in there. in there. Yeah, and that's I mean, draw cards are amazing. Um, I think for me, I think it's because uh, I'm, I'm seriously thinking about this over here. Um, I think it's protection. Because there's, Ooh, at least for me, playable before. <laughs> yeah, at least for me, it feels like you can play protection in solo and still have a pretty good time and have yeah. a lot of a lot of interesting builds now, um, and that's super cool. Um, I, you know, obviously, I'm inclined to say aggression because of all the uh, neat tricks that I enjoy, um, and by neat tricks, I mean absolutely just smashing the villain's face. Um, but yeah, I think it's I think it's protection because it's it's really come into its own through the through the various archetypes and just by just by general card quality. Let me remind you guys, the Night Nurse is in Doctor Strange's pack. This is all part of the card pool still that we're talking about. Like yeah, improving that, since then. The, the other thing that protection got is it got a lot of heroes that synergize with it, which it didn't have before. That's that's fair, right? That's so fair. I love we got Drax. Ghost Spider, mm-hmm. all sorts of really good protection heroes that they can play other aspects, but they just thrive. They they want to play protection, right? Um, so it's not just cards that got added to protection that might bring protection up into the leader group, but also heroes that you know jam with it. I guess. Yeah. Don't forget about group. Yeah, no, don't forget about Groot. Let's forget about Groot. <laughs> Groot falls down in space. Will anyone hear him? No. Nope. Uh, forget about Hulk. He's got a printed 18 HP. That's pretty good. That's and a lot three of defense. Yeah, see, he's built for defending. This is true. That was that was he's quiet. It was he's like built a for face tanking. I'm trying to I'm trying to wrap my head around that comment. No, I don't think I can it. do it. I can't do it. Yeah, he's All got right. a lot of help. So for the one that's fallen the most behind or remains stagnant, I actually had Justice. I feel like every time we get a new Justice card, it's just another card that says pay X resources, remove X amount of threat with slightly different conditions. Maybe you need a shield thing in play. Maybe you need to be an Avenger. But we haven't gotten... I I did like what you said about the removing the last threat sort of thing. So that is true. It's kind of like the equivalent of minion defeating in aggression. Um. But I just feel like, and maybe it's because of all those staple cards you all mentioned, I feel like every time I build a Justice deck, it's just the same 25 cards plus a hero kit. And to me, that's a little disappointing as as an aspect, where as leadership can have the pump stats and ally spam, and aggression obviously has like four or five different decks to build. And even protection, I would say, you could do like a full-on healing support, and you could do a defend and take no damage, and you could do a defenseless build. So I'm I'm a bit disappointed in where Justice is right now. It's I'm still gonna, strong. It's just always the same. It's very samey. I'm going to say basic because it's just still so basic, you know? It's basic not is not an aspect. aspect. <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> Fired. Here's, here's what they should do. Kick from hey, channel. Okay. Uh, I'm not even... You don't know... We can have a whole episode, Crimson, where we talk about basic cards because I have some strong feelings about basic cards. 
Interesting. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna go off. I'm not gonna go off on it. But I'm gonna say, (laughs) what is it? I I honestly don't think that I have an aspect that felt stagnant, even with justice. You know, getting the draw mechanic and the uh, the uh, remove the last threat mechanics have felt great. That that has been an improvement, so it's not really stagnant for me. And I don't think it's bad because it's justice. Justice greatest. Um, even leadership has felt that it hasn't stayed in its same lane. Like it started doing these like massive pump games where you where you're getting plus one plus ones, and they they kind of you know went with that from a couple cards from the core set, and it's become really good. And then it still has its you know play lots of allies, do you know bring them back from the dead kind of thing. Um, that, you know I just don't have one that I felt has become stagnant um now like leadership and justice have definitely not have as many spikes in their play styles as say uh aggression or protection but that's okay because i felt that those two were lower on the run in the core set to begin with so you know i think they needed it and that's just where i'm at sorry it's a kind of a non-answer that's okay these are hard answers these are there's going to be a lot of opinions that I haven't, that I saying? haven't thought about. I haven't thought about these things. So, um, <laughs> and I'm sure you haven't either crimson because we didn't know about these questions. Nope. Um, we're kind of getting you keep asking here. me to ask the next question and I'm writing them as you talk. So uh, <laughs> don't talk I, too fast. Okay. Let me, let me answer this this way. I think that the aspect that has improved the least since this wave is leadership because it's it's all about allies and allies from the beginning of the game have been the most powerful card type um number one is number one no complaints yeah i I agree i I mean i I, it's just it's one of the reasons why i'm i'm generally not a fan of playing leadership in that you're just so often just chump blocking with these allies one of the reasons that's one of the reasons that why I really like overkill because it relies on um, stuns and other things that you're doing, maybe to rush the villain. Um, and I also I like the minions I, or the allies. I don't think we have a ton of them. I don't know. Somebody's gonna call me out on this, but the allies that you want to stay out on the board and use their abilities for like they're attacking a bit, like responses to attacks or things like that, versus just throwing them in front of the hero. And I feel I, like and, we got a lot, but they were all basic in the Guardians wave. Or right. the Web Warriors um, wave. Which, I mean, leadership can still abuse, but... Um, or their yeah. justice. You know, it's like just... Wake, it wake just for, like, for me, you're, you're just relying on all the allies, which, like, it's fine. It's leadership. It's just not something that I tend to enjoy as much. And I don't know that... I mean, it's fun to get new allies and see what their abilities are. Um, but it just feels very much like for you, Kennedy Hawk, where you felt justice felt really very samey. It feels like this. I'm playing the same type of deck whenever I play leadership deck, and maybe that's on me to try and branch out or something. But that's just how I feel about it. It's a little bit of both. Like for me, the the reason why leadership doesn't feel samey for me is because of the fact that most leadership decks that I choose to play are things like Quicksilver or Ones where I'm flipping back and forth and using moxies and morale boost 
and doing these 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 huge you know pump up my hero a lot versus like just ally spam um which is pretty much all we had in the course that was ally spam um but later on we were able to get some very good um cards that boosted the hero itself and not just the allies um and i enjoyed those kind of leadership decks those are the kind of leadership decks that i make um i just i'm not a big fan of the ally spam decks so that that's an archetype that wasn't there in the beginning for me which is why i didn't feel it felt stagnant for me because of the fact that i had found a, a new pathway in leadership versus the traditional and because of the card pool we're evaluating, like the whole idea of keeping allies around as batteries for strength and numbers and stuff already existed. Yeah. We did get like Earth's Mightiest Heroes and stuff to give you more reasons to use those allies for other things. But we already sort of had that archetype from Captain America's pack. We did get a lot of support for like Voltron allies through the Guardians wave and through the Ant-Man pack and Rise sure. of Red Skull. Um and we we got a lot more support for like the pumping your stats and stuff, um, but there hasn't been like a full new sort of deck type mechanic at least yeah. not yet. I think we did sort of an Ironheart the with go all out and I can't remember what the threat version is. Yeah, I, I hope one. we see more stuff like Push that. Ahead. Definitely. Push, Push ahead. ahead. That's right. Thank you. Push ahead. Um, I uh, I agree with Americano actually. The um. I didn't mean to sound so shocked about that. Wow. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. And, and I was like, I was thinking like, I'm going to say, I'm going to say leadership and I'm going to go for the shock value and you did it first. So. Oh, um, I'll let you go first next time. No, no, no. I got, I got you back, Dan. Um, <laughs> I appreciate it, it. Even though yeah, I stabbed justice in the face. Yeah, that's okay. <laughs> it's uh, it's leadership because yeah, it was, it was on top and you can still do the same thing. And uh, until recently, I feel like, I feel like R and D lab made, um, made the pump up archetype yeah, yeah. Um, more reliable because it could go like turn to turn. Um, but in general, leadership is was good then. Leadership is still good now. Um, and all the other aspects feel like they got some really, really cool um, packages for decks. And leadership is kind of, eh, you know. R&D oh, I would really like to see a card that's like R&D Facility. I mean, that card has the cool requirement, like two mental resources. It's a three-cost support. I would love to see cards that, and maybe we have this. I can't think of any that allow. Do we have any of these? We do have one, I think, where you, um, you can play the card for a discounted price or like for free if you have a certain aspect or a certain um, web warrior one no. trait. What web? Is there a web warrior one? Death. Yeah, is web that, of life and death. It's that's, free. That's the one. That's warrior. okay. Yeah. So I would. I mean. R&D facility is one that I think would make sense for that. Like, it costs zero if you have the genius trade or something like that. I think that's, that's something that they can do in specific aspects for different types of traits that I think might be a, a viable way to make the aspects feel different. And I don't, I mean, maybe they don't want to do that because they want to keep traits thematic and not, like, mechanical. Um I am so excited for a lot of justice cards that cost three to remove five threat, and they cost one less if you have a certain trait. Active. That's where justice is going. Yeah. <laughs> well, they we, they have like, they, I mean, I get what, what, you, 
you say uh, it jokingly, two. right? Because we have what is the for justice, which yeah. is a cheaper one if you paid using a mental. But we, the only one we have for traits is that web warrior one. Well, they have some trait lock stuff, right? We have running interference, but it it's like scales off the villain stage, right? And it requires the Avengers trait, so it doesn't become cheaper. Um, but it it just feels like a bad for justice ninety percent of the time. Yeah. So if I would love it if they added these trait lock things, but I would want them to do something unique that is like synergistic with characters across that trait, not just Here. here's another card that does something if you have this trait that's something you could do without it for slightly more efficiency or something like that. Yeah, and, and I don't mean to like get off topic on the aspects like oh, I'm no, talking about fine. traits. I just think that that's something that, that could be done. I think it you saw that. I mean, that, I think that Web Warrior one's a basic card, right? Yeah. It is. Um, and I would hate to see that happen with just basics because uh, in my opinion, the basics in the game are already too powerful. Um, I thought I'd we rather, were going off on this tangent. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'd rather I'd like to see it happen with aspects to help to, um maybe not define maybe define's not the right word, but help grow and, and expand those aspects, but keep them in, the, in their lanes. Anyway. Like a, All right. what about uh what about cards like a godlike stamina? Right? What if that was just like free if you have because that requires I think it requires you to have the deity trait, right? Or the Asgard trait. Yeah, it requires you to have the Asgard trait to even play it, I think. Yeah, what if that was like stuff stuff like that that was just like free, you know? Is yeah, that kind of what I you're mean, talking about? Broken. Well, you could make that card like a three cost card, but it's free if you're if you have Asgard or something like that, right? So that Right, okay. You could have access to it as because we're not just playing as Thor this god, we're playing as superheroes that these all the superheroes are pretty incredible. Regardless of what you think about the actual hero pack or the hero you kit. You just said Hawkeye's incredible. Did everybody hear that? That's what I heard. Okay. I, I, I thought the Incredibles was a different... Uh, but, and maybe thing. maybe that's too much because then it just opens up like everyone to everything, but it, it, there's still that limitation of having to pay three to put it on the table. But you want to put it into a Thor deck because you have the Asgard trait and, it, and you can play it for free, which you can do anyway with the way it's, it's written. It'd have to be rebalanced. All right. Last question about the core set, and then we'll move on to some hero pack questions. Um, from the core set, are there any cards that you thought would be, you know, world beater staples forever that have fallen out of grace? Or are there any cards that you thought were trash in the core set that now you've come around on? Everybody yeah. can pick one or two if they want. Black Widow. I, I thought she was going to be amazing, and she just and she wasn't. is. Yeah, like it, it's just not as good because it replaces the card. But yeah, I I I was really hype on Black Widow, but she's just not that as good as you know. She could have been. I could see that. Uh, this is this is just personal experience because uh, I am who I am. Uh, uppercut. That's <laughs> bad. Based on based on me first getting the game and being like, this is what aggression does. Gotta gotta build aggression, include my uppercut. Three for five, can't beat it. Play it with Spider Man, get the kick and the uppercut. This is a good deck. Um, Chase yeah. him down though has become a lot better. 
Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I think that might be the next question. No, these were the same question at the same time. You're good to go. So what oh, okay. other ones do you think became better? Um, yeah, I think Chase Him Down is, is, is better and is getting better. That makes sense. Um, <laughs> I think that Inspired has become a lot better. When the core set first came out, we were only chumping with allies. And Inspired always felt like a wasted resource because by the time really you good played it, choice. you were getting yeah. rid of it. But now, like every time you run a Voltron deck, you're throwing an Inspired in because it's that generic plus one to everything, basically. Um, cards that, in my opinion, have fallen out of favor are things like Avengers Mansion. Like I just don't run even in four player. I feel bad in my four player group. Everybody else runs a mansion, and I don't. I just use their mansions. Um, and it's just, I never have the economy to afford it. And there's so many better ways, like every aspect now has a way to draw cards. So I'd rather run one way or another, or I'd rather run Maria Hill or White Tiger than invest into a mansion on a given turn. So I, I just don't run mansion anymore. I think surveillance team. Um, yeah, I was gonna, I was going to say with, yeah. with the advent of the shield archetype and justice with, well, the chain gang. Right, yeah, Chang Gang. I mean that she that that ally by its, by herself has made surveillance team like on another level. I yeah. think. Yeah, it it feels like cheating, kind of. <laughs> Only a little bit. <laughs> All right, that rounds up our core set discussion. So the next question I have for everybody is: There's six hero packs in this wave: Captain America, Miss Marvel, Black Widow, Thor, Doctor Strange, and Hulk. You each have an assignment here, and you have to pick two packs that you're going to keep, two packs that you're going to keep or buy, right? Two packs that you're going to push and say, I'll buy these later in my collection once I've gotten to other things, and two that if you had to skip a pack, you'd skip them. Okay, let me ask some clarifying questions first. <laughs> sure. We're, ta we're talking full packs, not just the hero kit, right? The full packs. So you're considering the hero and, kit and the aspect cards that come and, in that pack. And I do I just have... Do I just have the here the the core set right now? You or do are I have my like... collection as a new player, which might be our next okay. episode? And your parents gave you thirty dollars to go buy two core. The course you have the core set. They gave you thirty bucks to go buy two hero packs. You got to pick two from this wave of six, and then you got to pick two that you're like, I'm gonna hold those behind the counter and buy them in a couple months after I mow some lawns. And then there's two that you're like, I'm just skipping that one. Okay. Okay, I got this one. Um, uh, Captain America, Doctor Strange, you're keeping 100%. Uh, Miss Marvel and Thor, you are not keeping. And the other two you can get whenever. Really? Thor, not keeping? Thor, you're just trashing. You're skipping him forever. Well, you're making me Makes choose so two. Sad. Like it, it was easy to choose one of those. Like it was super <laughs> easy to choose one of those. But the Thor one, the the only justice card you're getting it is under surveillance. You are getting teamwork, so you are losing teamwork. That is can be a big deal. Um, enhanced physique, yeah, eh, who cares? Second wind, there's better healing cards than second wind. And uh, the rest of Thor is aggression, which is easy to get rid of. Um, <laughs> I, I can't get I mean, rid of Hulk because it comes with beat cop 
inspiring presence. It comes with resourceful. That's, I mean, those three cards are super good. Yeah, That's resourceful is super resourceful. It's true. Yeah, uh, it, it's one of my <laughs> favorite cards. I know. I know. I know. I'm the only one here who likes the card, but right. I like the card. <laughs> I like resourceful. All right. Let me yeah. let me take a stab at this. Yeah, go for it. Um, I keep. Uh, I keep. I buy Miss Marvel. What? And Captain America. Um, because. Miss Marvel has energy no. barrier in it, and I buy it just for energy barrier because I've enjoyed playing Iron Man in the core set, and I want energy barrier for Iron Man. Um, and and I actually, uh, yeah, okay, and Cap because he's Cap, and I put behind the counter Black Widow and Doctor Strange, and I push off Thor and Hulk. I don't buy Thor and Hulk. Doctor Strange, I push back because he has more protection cards that I want um, in momentum, shi momentum Shift, um, the Night Nurse. Um, he also has Skilled Strike in his pack, I think. He does. Was that the first time we got Skilled Strike? It's the only time we've got. Only time we've got Skilled Strike. Um, and I think those are really great cards still. Um, and then Black Widow is just so much fun, that play style for me. Yeah. For, so I buy her kit like for her. Like I buy that pack for her later, and then um, I kind of agree with Crimson on Thor. Um, if that's like, I don't think Thor was super strong when he came out. I think he needed a lot of new cards like later on to I get him. Bad. Oh, I think he's okay. Yeah. Um, I think he's very strong now with with a lot of the cards, but. Um, I do miss out on Yarnbjorn, so that yeah. kind of stinks. But there's definitely things but, you miss out on. But you're making me choose to cut too, so yeah, those are the two. You have to go. Are you ready, Adderkop? Or are you still thinking? ready? No, I'm okay. ready. I've okay. been ready. I got to figure uh, mine out then. Okay. Well, then I'll go slowly. So in my scenario, my parents gave me fifteen dollars to buy any other hero, and also uh, buy Captain America. So my <laughs> Captain America. That one's already. That one's already. Like, no, no, no. Sorry. Um, <laughs> um, that was pre-ordered. So, yeah. So that's actually that was my first Marvel Champions purchase. It was the core set and Captain America. If it wasn't for him coming out so early in the game, I probably would have got in later. Yeah. Um. But uh, with that said, so the two that I pick up are Cap and Black Widow. Um, because I obviously like both characters quite a bit. I enjoy. Black Widow's playstyle being slightly different than the rest of them. And by slightly, I mean pretty different. Um, I like Coulson and Counterintelligence. Those are two really cool cards. Um, and then obviously Cap just kind of kind of fills out leadership from the, uh, the core set. And uh, I put back to pick up later Thor and Hulk. Uh, because that is a grip of aggression cards. And uh, some of my favorite ones are in there, obviously, Jarm, Bjorn, Dropkick. Um, and the ones that I don't pick up are Miss Marvel and Doctor Strange. Um, that was the Miss Marvel one is kind of painful because I, I really do like playing no, Miss Marvel. I think she's pretty cool. Um, but uh, Doctor Strange is just not that interesting to play. 
Y'all really hating um, on Doctor Strange, man. And I could just, I could live it. Well, like, I'm not saying that he's bad. That's wow. certainly not what I'm saying. Uh, I, I, I definitely have the most fun with him out of all. I just feel like feel like he he's able to trivialize things like pretty, pretty easily. Yeah, he, um, he dumbs down the game. And it makes it makes the decision trees like pretty short because the answer is can I play a spell? Okay, can I not play a spell? All right, can I play a Doctor Strange card? <laughs> yeah. Um, and then from there, your your other cards don't really matter. So in that in that, I think I'm like ninety five percent positive that that's exactly how I would do it. But I think that's great for a new player too because all he's got to do is worry about his Doctor Strange. He doesn't care about the aspect or anything else. Just play your spells. I I think it's the opposite. Really, because then you don't learn the game, and you're like, "Well, I can't do anything else but play Doctor Strange," and then you don't want to play anything else but Doctor Strange. And that just... doesn't sound like a bad life. And yeah. does it encourage them to buy more things? That's Maybe also that's true. not what they want to do. That's also true. So yeah, yeah, there we are. Sorry uh, to our Miss Marvel fans, but it, it isn't anything. Uh, it isn't anything personal. There's just a lot of competition in this wave. Oh, it was very personal for me. Oh, geez. Well, I was going to say. <laughs> By Miss Marvel and Thor, just to be the opposite of Crimson. <laughs> and I almost did until Adderkop was talking. And then I realized that when Miss Marvel came out, we didn't have the event tool we have now to make me want to play her with all these fun attack, thwart, and defend events. So I'd probably put her behind the counter. But I would definitely pick up Widow because she just plays so differently. And her pack is. It's still, to this day, in my opinion, one of the best designed hero packs. Not yeah, just the a... hero, but the aspect cards and the backup cards. They all synergize so well. And I think that I would love to see more of that, where the cards in the back of the pack really synergize with that hero, but are still usable by everyone else, too. When are we going to um, get a Winter Soldier pack that has like preparation cards uh, in the back? That would be awesome. And we'd in like an aspect five card. years when we're done with X-Men. I, yeah, I don't care about anything else about it. Just can we have a Winter Soldier pack? Like, <laughs> so I buy Widow. I think I'm actually going to say Thor because I think in the core set, aggression is pretty abysmal. But a lot of those core set cards, I think that people overlooked Thor when he came out yes. because Cap was so strong. And they were fighting mainly against the Wrecking Crew that had just come out where there's not a ton of minions and things for Thor to... To get engaged with. I mean, there are minions, but... Or they were fighting against Ultron. Non-stop. But I think that Thor with <laughs> Chase Them Down and Relentless Assault can still be, like, a super strong, fun aggression deck. And you get Hall of Heroes, and you get Yarnbjorn, and you get Mean Swing, which are good things for almost every hero to see. Um... It was hard to put Ms. Marvel in the put-behind-the-counter bin because she comes with endurance and downtime, and those cards seem super staple. But And then I'll, I'll have to put Cap behind the counter because more leadership cards is good. He adds a new type of deck to leadership, which is really important. Um, so I think that he needs to be behind the counter, which I guess means that I'm not picking up Doctor Strange and Hulk, which may or may not be a good idea. Well, and I expected Hulk to be one of the ones that got not picked up a lot because he is so narrow. But he's very wide. Did you <laughs> yeah. did you assign values to our picks and and decide and and value or I, I did not do yeah. that real time. No, I'll do it okay. and put it in the show notes. Okay, <laughs> I was wondering. 
that this is just research for next week's episode. You're fine. Sounds great. All right. So we are almost over an hour at this point. So we're going to go to a rapid fire round to end this off. I love these. So I have. It's like speed dating for me. Yeah, it is. It's going to feel like speed dating. I have a list of. We're going to cry at the end. 10 to 15 cards. (laughs) And for each card, whoever wants to answer, it can be all of us. It can be only one of us. It can't be none of us. I'm going to make someone answer. You're going to say, is this card still great? Or is this card now garbage? Because there's better stuff out there. And if you say garbage, what is better than it that you think makes this have have fallen out of grace? You have to justify your answer? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, show your work. We need evidence? Okay. You need evidence. Dang, I I had the, that's garbage, no follow-up. Like, ready and go. (laughs) That's garbage. All right. And then my mic cut out. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I'll just, I'll make up an answer for you then. That's fine. Oh, okay. All right, first up, Mockingbird. Still good. Good. Still good. I think I think her stock has fallen a little bit, um, only because um, there are now Stalwart and uh, you got Thanos. Is that Stalwart? Yeah, that's the Stalwart one, right? And then there's yeah. Steady. So it's not as effective. It's I think it's still really good. I think yeah, she's still she, gets, good. she gets extra miles being part of two different aspects shield package, though, in my opinion. Yep. Yeah, the shield, Okay, I think, has kept her relevant. I have her as garbage nowadays. I don't think she's actually garbage. That feels a little harsh. But I think that there's so many other ways to stun things now that what she does isn't that unique. And there's so many good two-cost basic allies or one-cost basic allies that get... right. Basically, she comes out, she thwarts once, she stuns the villain, and she blocks. And you can get a ton of allies that can do all of that except the stun for cheaper. So she has, she feels not unique as she used. You don't, to. you don't like playing protection though, so you don't like stunning the villain. I think <laughs> that you're just used to not being able to include her in your deck because you just play Hawkeye. So you're like, of course she's bad. I don't play her. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, actually. So I have a secret. When I play, and this isn't in the rule book. This is in the Kennedy Hawk RRG 1.5. If there's a character, an ally version that's the same name that's like in an aspect or a basic character, and I'm playing that aspect, I'll just swap them. I don't even care. I'll play Captain America with the basic Sharon. That's totally oh, yeah. fine with now me. Now we're talking. Now like, that's a trick. This is... <laughs> it's not my fault they designed Sharon into Captain America's kit, and then they put out a better one that I want to play. Anyway. My two cents. Yeah. Alright. Next up. Maria Hill. Still good. Still good. Still good. I agree. Absolutely. When is when is everybody draw a card going to be bad? I don't know. Probably never. Never. When Mysterio's on the board. Right, Krim? Got him. Uh, when you can see the top of your deck's an orange card. Uh, you, yes. you almost had to, you almost had to right. do language, man. I, I, I held that one back, but yeah, don't, don't, don't do that, man. I okay, PTSD. okay, okay. The one Going answer. On. For justice. Um, bad. 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 Okay, evidence, all three of you. Honestly, I don't include it in my justice decks anymore. I, I much prefer Coulson and preparation combo. Um, I much prefer clear the area and a couple other justice removal cards like uh, um, the one that goes back to your hand. Um, oh, impede. Impede. Yeah, I just prefer those over. I mean, I, I know for justice can be a lot better in some aspects with the with the lower cost, but honestly, four four threats a good amount. 
but I can do it better with less. I like counterintelligence that much better. And I feel like we now have so many cards that remove threat. Like you said, clear the area is one of the main ones that I'm just, I'm more into those, I guess. Yeah, I'd rather play multitasking or or clear the area. And Americano thinks it's still good, right? Because he plays Justice all the time. I definitely don't do that. Okay, (laughs) well, to make you answer one, Indomitable. Um, I don't even know what that does. It was so, like a, a false preparation. It was pay one to put this upgrade into play, and after you defend, you could discard the upgrade to ready. Oh, and you ready, ready your hero. I think it's gotten better. I think it's. I, I don't think. I don't think it was a great card to start with, but I think it's gotten I better. Disagree. <laughs> I think it's always been a great card. Anything that readies heroes is amazing. I think it's worse. I think it's worse. Uh, I think it's worse because we have other ways to ready in protection. We have desperate defense. Um, We've got what's the new one? What doesn't kill me? And all sorts of other things that let you ready. And I don't. This might be solo bias because I've been playing a lot of solo recently. But a lot of times, I I don't need to defend for more than one player. So I don't need like. So ready in the villain phase, and usually if I'm playing a protection deck, my defense is the stat I want to use, and I'll use my events for other stuff. So I feel like it's never... It was really good in core set days, and I feel like since we've gotten desperate defense, it's just fallen behind. Pump up your defense stat? Yeah. Yep, basically. That's the exact same reason for me. Alright, Avengers Mansion. Force. I, I very rarely play it. Uh, because it's so expensive. Yeah, it, it's just it's expensive, and there are other ways to draw, especially as a justice player. Um, I I'd say it's fifty fifty whether I included a one in a deck or not now, and you know that's okay. Like, you know, it, go, it is an expensive card. I have to go with worse as well, just because it used to be in every deck, and now it's not. That's obviously we're all doing different things now. We don't need to, to slot it. Yeah, that's that's my reasoning as well. Although I did see a good comment on Discord the other day from Ferna, and they said that they run basically a helicarrier and a mansion in every deck, and they don't play both. They play whichever one comes up when they can afford it, and they just plan to play one to help the team out. And I was like, that's like a good theory or idea for those cards, right? I'm not going to include three mansions and force myself to play one, but if I have the resources, I'll play it because I know eventually it'll pay it off in a multiplayer game. So, Um, Endurance. Worse. Um, And this is a card that I really put in like almost all my decks, but we've gotten to the point where a 10 or 9 health uh, hero doesn't really get one-shotted very often. Almost every one of them have something in their kit to protect them. Um, and I just feel like the need to run endurance has gotten less valuable to me. To me, I must play a lot of Hawkeye or something. You don't want to get one-shotted in the first turn? No. You've never played so a lot of Ronin. Oh. Maybe that's my problem. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I don't think it's a bad card, but I just 
I'm not putting it in my deck as much. Yeah, I'm definitely playing it less myself. I, I it's just like Avengers Mansion. You know, that's like the starter cards when you're building a deck is, you know, get your extra health, get your mansion, get your helicarrier. Okay, cool. Now what am I adding to the deck? But now that the pool is where it is and the the game design is where it is, like if Ronin's gonna hit you twice for seven, endurance isn't saving you. Save nope. for a few. Why are you why still playing Ronin? Why are you Ronin? playing Ronin? Yeah, that was yeah. my question too. Who's still playing Ronin? <laughs> right, right. That too. <laughs> All right. Relentless Assault. Still good. Still I never liked it. That's my answer. I never <laughs> liked it in Corset, and I have used it more, so I'm going to say, yeah, it's gotten better. Uh, I very... I think... I very rarely play this in an aggression deck. So maybe I should. Um, but it's just one of those. I mean, it's easy to trigger that to gain overkill in aggression. I just go for other cards instead. So I'm going to say, I don't even know what other cards I play. I just don't put this in my aggression decks. <laughs> there are a lot of other cards that do the same thing, right? So you've got... Uh, What's the one into the fray, right? That's trying to defeat a minion and gain some bonus for it. But the bonus is like shoring up aggression's weakness, removing threat instead of dealing extra damage. So I think mm. that's smart. Right. You've got and hand yeah. cannons that can do almost the same thing. Um, but they go into more of like a an attack with your ATK value aggression deck than an event one. And I, I should clarify for everyone that's listening... I am not the kind of player that looks at like, like that min maxes efficiency of cards. Oh yes, like, you are. We know. Uh, yeah, you, you definitely, you definitely know, right? <laughs> You've played with me enough to know. I don't. I if I see a four cost card, I'm probably like, oh, I don't want to want to play with this because I'd rather play two cards, for example. But that doesn't mean I'm looking at necessarily the efficiency of what the card's damage, like damage output is, or threat mitigation. I, I like when cards have weird effects. Like, like, how do you value overkill, for example, in this well, card? Well, if it does two damage, I value it as two damage. And if okay. If it does three excess but, damage, I value it as three excess damage. I know, but you're taking out a... Oh, like, okay. But you're taking out a minion. I guess this one, you have to... You have to it's, a weird written, it's a weird card, too, the way it's written, I think. Okay, okay. We're still going. We're still going here. Downtime. Oh, uh, no, I, I've never enjoyed it, so I'll, I'll, I'll is, that, is that the one that you have to use your recover and you get plus two yeah. recovery? Yeah. Yeah, that tells you how much we've used it right there. <laughs> well, if they made recovering like more valuable, more worthwhile, but you only do that if you have to, and how often do you have to do that? Yeah, if someone has a big recover, I'll use it. But with crew quarters being printed, I just feel like I'm always more willing to not waste an activation and heal two by flipping down with crew quarters than than deal with downtime. Too yeah. bad because that has Daredevil on it. That art, right? I know it's like they they disliked you, so they they put that in there just to taunt you. Okay, energy barrier. Still good. Still great. Still great. Yeah, still good. I agree. Um, under surveillance? 
Oh, that's, that's terrible. The van. That's the van. No, no, I'll, no. I'll I think pass. it's still. Oh, I no. think it's still great. It's it still a great awesome. card. No, I don't. It, it has no room in my justice deck. It is a fourth thwart <laughs> for one cost. Like I know, I just said I don't evaluate things. I don't have to. I don't. I can. But but the thing is, this is what I value more. I can thwart four off of the main scheme without having any threat on this on the main scheme. Right. But, I mean it that's that's how I one. that's how I view that, it, right? If that changes your opinion. What? It costs two, not one if that's Oh two, okay. Your that doesn't yeah. still doesn't change. Because I can still thwart off the main not. scheme when it's down to zero. No. I know that like how often does that happen, but if you it happens, like if you're if you're playing justice, <laughs> it happens. If the main scheme has zero, you just use those uh clear the areas for uh resources. It's like if the main scheme has zero, you can't use justice. clear the area. <laughs> no, you use them as resources. Oh, I'm glad we found a something card else. That, uh, that, nope. that had diverse opinions here. This is good. Under surveillance is bad. It's still great. It is a great card. Y'all nuts. I think yeah. it's better in solo than multiplayer. But it's I still way, think it's, a really it's huge good card. in solo. It's yeah, huge solo and two player, it's a huge deal. It's a rhino yeah. survival card, basically. Yeah, in solo, it's better because you're looking at it buying you two to three turns, but in two-player or above, it, it maybe buys you one turn. It's just, there's better cards to put in your deck. You only get like 12, 12 aspect cards to put in your deck. Pick something better. All right, clearly Americano and I just don't have friends, but <laughs> it's still a good card. All right, all right. In a um, We have Yarnbjorn. Oh, great. Still good. Amazing. Still great. Yeah. <laughs> Agree. Never I, sleep on the Yarnbjorn. I mean, I was, on the Youngblood. I was just yeah. playing a game with a bunch of the, the new uh, Web Warrior cards and got asked, are you sure Yarnbjorn works like this? Like, that's kind of busted. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. I'm sure. It's, so were, were, you, going. were you playing Hawkeye, though? No. Um, Why would I no. do that? You no, I definitely. Hmm? Hawkeye <laughs> with Yumbjorn's really fun. I, I, I know. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I did play Hawkeye that night, but uh, it was. I think it was Venom. It was Agent Venom. Okay. So, yeah, we were You're triggering that. You're, yeah. You're, yeah. <laughs> um, Hall of Heroes. What do we think about Hall of Heroes? That was like everyone's crap. favorite card. It's crap. Out. I think it's yeah. a good card. It just. Nope. I, I just can't. I can't fit it's it in my deck. I it's just a trash can't card. fit it in the deck. It's yeah. no trash under card. surveillance. That's all I'll say. Oh, <laughs> it's gotten worse because of rulings on it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because it, it, it because it doesn't, doesn't work how it how it should. What and, are you saying? <laughs> and I'm saying that if an ally defeats some a minion, it doesn't add a counter to it. For those of you that don't didn't get that, if you play it that way. You check the Kennedy Hawk RRG 1.5. Yeah, yeah. No joke. and uh, yeah, let me tell room. you what pay and spend mean in, in my RRG 1.5. <laughs> okay, let's hear this. I'm just joking. I'm not. Can we have a Can we have a Kennedy Hawk RRG episode? Yeah, please? yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, okay. I actually, I mean, I'm sure that there's there's some niche cases where you want to use that card. I just don't. I don't like it. I do not like it's that. Great card. against Ultron. That's that's about it. It is a trap card, though. You do have to be careful with it. Yeah, I think if you're going to play, you know, looking for trouble and stuff like that, it's gotten a little bit better. But if you're not, and if you don't know, like, 
the encounter deck, you could end up bringing it and just having it be a waste of resources for you, which is, like you said, trap card. Um, yeah. we're, we're running low here. Night Nurse. It's still good. Yeah. yeah. I it's, think it's a one-off. Like, like, I think, well, I yeah, think it's, it's a, a I, I still it's think a it's a great I still think it's a great card. Yeah. Like you can find room for that card. I or at least I do. I think it's better, it's higher, its stock is higher in uh in heroes that um that have high, like high attacks or or thwarting that don't have like good events to, to trigger it, to like knock off status counters from you. Status cards. Um, right. My opinion on Night Nurse is that she costs one and she's a one of in your deck, and then she can remove some stuns. So you need to find her, then you need to get stunned, and then you need to not have spent her or discarded her to something to get any benefit. And you need to not be tough to take a heal. Whereas you could just include three like zero cost attacks at this point, and that's three free night nurses that you use on demand. Um, so I'd rather have you know three you have at these or something in my deck, or what is it? Get over oh, here. Okay, but but those are aggression cards, not protection cards. So. I understand. I'm just okay. saying, like, if I'm if I'm worried about being stunned, okay. right? I'm probably not playing protection first of all. So I'm usually using this on another player. I'd rather they just bring away to get rid of. I feel like it's. I mean, there's that event, athletic conditioning, that tries to get rid of a status, and we all know that's bad. And I feel like Night Nurse can be really strong when she goes off, and a lot of times she just sits there, and then I either never get stunned or I never get stunned and need to use her. So yeah, I think you're you're focusing too around. much on the on the stun part too, like. You know, she's one for three health. She's she's yes. A, so is a, endurance. I mean, and that just happens immediately, right? She's also a one. Well, and one of the things I liked about endurance is that it was also something that played to the table. Uh, she is something that plays to the table and can protect something better from you know the drills, um, which are still my nemesis cards in the freaking standard edition. Um, I, I think Night Nurse is still a good one of like I, I I just can't not put her in a protection deck. Like either I'm gonna get rid of a stun or I'm gonna do a little bit of healing. Like all I know is I need to get more copies so I can put them on my deck. I don't care about the unique rule. I can have multiple night nurses. <laughs> all right, now you're just getting crazy. This is not approved in RRG one point five. Oh okay. <laughs> That's Americano's RRG. All right, beat cop. Everybody's oh. favorite card from Hulk's mm. pack, right? Oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna hurt myself here, but it's gotten worse. Way worse. Too slow. Like it's too slow. Too expensive. Slow. Although, so like I will, too slow. I will, I will say, I did play the. I actually threw this in my deck when I played the campaign, the Sinister Motives campaign with Nova. I, I went through it with Nova Justice solo, uh, and this was, uh, I did use it, and it was very helpful. If, if she cost one, it's the first time I've used Night Nurse in like over a year. Are you talking about B Cop? I mean, B Cop, B Cop. If B Cop okay. cost one, I mean, like Night Nurse, the first I'd time I used Night Nurse in a year, too. <laughs> <laughs> like, seriously, like, if B Cop costs the same as Night Nurse, I'd put three of them in the deck. But it's just, it's too expensive. At three, it's too expensive. At two, 
it's probably okay, and I would run one, maybe two of them. But at three, it's too expensive for the amount of time it's going to take for it to work. And I don't need it to do much. You know, if I can get three threat off and then deal three damage, I'm pretty happy with it. But not at the cost of three cost. All right. Are you ready for the final card? We not. No. This, this was our first spoiler card from FFG. Martial Prowess. Better. Yes, better. Yeah, I, I think better because of the card card pool. Still yeah, not a card I personally enjoy playing, but I it, think it better. feels like the double resources. It's not the card you enjoy playing, but it's the card you play because you know it's gonna help. It's like doing yeah. your homework, right? Yeah. Like I don't wanna do this. I'd rather play dropkick this turn. But if it's I do like, this, I'll probably win. It's like getting a <laughs> Chicago style pizza when you know New York is the only good pizza out there. Okay. You're just talking nonsense now. Okay, whoa, whoa, yeah. whoa. This this <laughs> That's a whole different episode. Yeah, we're not that is not the opinion of the MCM podcast team. That is the opinion of Crimson. I, I just allowed so much more uh interactive with with the episode. We we're gonna get some great comments Man. now. We do get a lot of really great comments, actually. Comment yeah, they're mainly about how Miss Marvel is amazing and Crimson <laughs> is wrong. Hey, so and maybe and those will I, continue. And <laughs> I did buy Miss Marvel. That was my one of my two buys. I know. When they come for us all, you're safe. Yep. <laughs> Nailed it. Well, that was it. We have gone over the first. Six hero packs and corset in our flashback episode. So, any other comments on those six hero packs and the corset? Doctor Strange is amazing. We should buy it. How the game has evolved. the The game is so much better than it was two years ago, three years. You know, it just it it has evolved in a wonderful way, and it's just getting better with the uh, inclusion of X Men coming soon. You know I couldn't let X-Men not slide in there, right? It could be an April Fool's joke. We don't know. <laughs> um, I got nothing. I got nothing else to add. You're going to say, obviously, the game's better because you and Addercop are now on the show. And you weren't when the core set came out. So, yeah. obviously, that's, that's that was true. what you really wanted to say. That was really <laughs> nice of you to say, Americano. Thank you. You're welcome. I don't have anything to say. <laughs> I like the four hosts that we have now. They're good. You like yourself. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> it huh. is always good to like yourself. That's yeah, probably you can't good. love another until you love yourself or something. That's, That's right, right, man. Yeah, thank you. Um, I will say I'll say this actually. I keep I out of all of the like different we'll call them waves, whatever whatever you want to call them. I think I find myself going back to these if I if I consider like older waves, I co I come back to these heroes more frequently than like the wave two heroes like Ant Man through whoever Scarlet Witch, um, even the Guardians barring Drax. Oh. Um, I That's keep going right. back to these ones the most. So I agree. I agree. I think it's the same for me. Yeah, it's the classics. Hmm. The it's classics. I don't like the Guardians and. I uh, 
I, I, yeah, I, I just, I, I like my Captain America, Doctor Strange. <laughs> All right, that's it for today. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. We will be back in a couple weeks. See you then. Have a good night. Seriously, though, New York-style pizza is the only pizza, right? Like, I'm not insane here. That, that is the best pizza. If your pizza doesn't fold, you shouldn't eat it. <laughs>